0: Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. This is part two of our episode. Um, you This week you're getting a double feature, so that's pretty cool for everybody. Um, this week, we're gonna be talking about Iron Claw that's coming out sometime this year. I think it's gonna be coming out sometime in October. The girls and I will explain in the show. Um, and we also are gonna be talking about wrestlers who we think could have amazing movie or tele- television series. Are inspired by their lives, and this is not the only movie that is coming out. There is a movie coming out that is about wrestlers that is going to feature Charlotte Flair, Liv Morgan, and several other female wrestlers within the business, and it's going to be centrally focused around female wrestling. If I recall, I'm not quite sure what the name of that movie is, but I've been hearing some rumblings about it, and I just forgot to mention it in the show this week. But I hope you guys enjoy, and I hope you guys go and. See the Iron Claw because I think that this is going to be a really good catalyst to utilizing stories from the wrestling world and making them into blockbuster films. Now, you guys enjoy this, and we'll see you guys next week on our next episode. Bye. So, the movie is based off of a book called Queen of the Ring, and it is a book that detailed the life of Mildred Burke. She's a pioneer in wrestling, and she's one of the first, if not the first woman to do intergender wrestling in 2016, WWE inducted her into the hall of fame as a part of its legacy wing in recognition of her trailblazing role in wrestling during the 20th century. The NWA, which is the national wrestling Alliance, had a ban on women competing and Burke paved the way for women's wrestling and was a pioneer in intergender wrestling. Now, What's going to happen in this movie is there are going to be several parts portrayed by several wrestlers and other by actors and actresses. Charlotte Flair will portray June Byers and Liv Morgan will portray Clara Mortensen. For right now, what we know, these are the two superstars coming from WWE into this movie and they will begin to play their parts. Now, Charlotte took a substantial amount of time off from WWE after... um. WrestleMania and she was gone for the better part of the year but she popped back up in June and that is I'm assuming she already filmed her part and she's gone but that may not be the case during the time frame that Liv Morgan was supposed to film her parts Liv Morgan had a shoulder injury and that was an issue during that time because Liv had to do matches in this particular movie and in order for her to do that she had to be healthy and 100 percent so i'm not sure of how all that went down when it came to um the show i mean the filming of the movie or anything else but i will tell you that these two women are still set to be in this film and i don't know if they pushed it back but given the fact that the writer's strike is hit and everything has halted, this might have been a saving grace for Liv Morgan and Charlotte Flair. So whenever they have the opportunity or whenever they have lifted the rider strike and it's time to move forward with this movie, hopefully Liv and Charlotte Flair will be available to do so. With all that being said, that is the movie that is um, set in stone for the um, wwe superstars currently i wanted to make sure that you guys knew about that before you got into the episode because we did mention a bunch of different people's lives that could have been used for movies and television and i do think that while a lot of people are not the biggest fans of um oh my god oh my god i just i literally had a brain fart right now (laughs) I can't think of her name. What is her name? Fabulous Moolah. Jesus. Although a lot of people are not a big fan of Fabulous Moolah, I think having a movie about her life is also something that should be done. And May Young, because these two women were definitely pioneers in wrestling. And you should have a movie about, um, I believe her name was Coffee Brown. I'm going to Google it right now while I'm talking to y'all. make sure yes i think a movie about coffee brown will also be a very good movie as well especially during black history month so i didn't get to mention that during the show so i made sure to mention it now all right so y'all go ahead and listen to the iron claw um situation and also listen to some suggestions for other movies other wrestlers lives that could be made into movies i'll see you guys in there
1: are a a 820 a24 a24 i don't know what that production a24. is. a24 a24 okay uh then they are actually coming out uh with a movie about the von ericks and it's actually going to be released in theaters uh all over the world and if you guys don't know the story about the von ericks it's one of the most tragic stories in pro wrestling that whole family um the brothers uh, the Von Eric brothers basically took themselves out. There's one remaining um, Von Eric left. I think it's Carrie Von Eric.
2: That's Kevin.
1: Kevin Von Eric. They were all named with K's. So it was very hard to like. But um, he's living his best life in Hawaii. And his son, is it his sons? Yeah, his sons. Because yes. are- I always thought they were his nephews for some reason. No, they're I- his sons. But his sons are—they're uh, going by Von Eric, and they last time I saw them, they were in MLW. So it shows you how far behind I am when it comes to MLW. But shout out to the Von Erics—they're freaking cool. Um, so they want to do a movie about them, and they've casted a lot of cool people to play the roles. Um, I don't have the names pulled up here, but the actor they—I
2: got
1: him. Uh The actor they um, have, playing br- br- uh, Bros the. Bruiser Brody, fucking dead on.
2: Yeah. Um. So like the first, so the actors that they have, so Jeremy Allen White, obviously, if you know him, he plays, he's in the show, The Bear, which shout out to my people at The Bear. They got 13 Emmys. Um. <laughs> and A.O. Debris I'm obsessed with her. I love her. I just love, I just love seeing black women shine, especially a dark skinned awkward black girl just speaks so much to me as like being an awkward black girl as a kid and still kind of am. So I'm always rooting for her. So happy for her. Um, Besides that, um, it's Jeremy Allen White. He's playing Carrie Von Erich. Um, Like we mentioned, um, Zach Efron is going to be playing Kevin. Um, Lily James is going to be playing Pam Atkinson. Harris Dickinson, I'm not super familiar with him, is going to be playing David Von Eric, and MJF is going to be playing Lance Von Eric. Um, right. Holt, McC- Holt McCallan, he is going to be playing um, Fritz Von Eric. Um, Ryan Nemeth is going to be playing Gio Hernandez, which is hilarious. Um, Chavo is going to be playing Ed Farhart. Um, Stanley Simmons. Also, do not know who this man is. Is going to be playing Mike Van Eric, and Eric Arendine Eisenberg is going to be playing Brick Flair. So, um, the plot of the Iron Claw officially is files. Follow, the Iron Claw follows the rise and fall of the Von Eric family dynasty of wrestlers who made an impact on the sport from the 1960s to present day. Um, Carrie, Kevin, Carrie David, the best unknown, Eric Von Brothers have already been out. That's just to talk about who's been casted. Um, the release date is, is it's supposed to be released sometime this year. Um, obviously, um, especially starting, and um, people don't know, um, there's a writer's strike that's been going on and officially the Sag, um, all Sag affiliated actors have went on strike starting at 12 today, um, which um, obviously, because there's a whole lot of big movies coming out, um, the ca- um, which the director stood in solidarity with his cast. Um, even the cast of Oppenheimer said, we're saying that obviously if they called the strike, they were gonna leave as a team from the premiere. So that's in fact what they did. So in the middle of the premiere, the cast of Oppenheimer left to go um, join the rest of her colleagues in solidarity of the strike. Um, This strike includes over 160,000 actors under the um, SAG guild. Um, So which is obviously unprecedented because this is the first actor strike in 60 years so um again with all of that going on again this potentially could be this movie obviously i the pre-production and all that is done but obviously i don't think they are going to want to release a movie if all the actors are are on strike because if you go on TikTok, i think this lady's this girl's name is simone something you type her up. She's like a pretty popular content creator. Um, this covers um, what the actors are not participating, ranges everything from, again, like I said, promoting movie. They left their own premiere ranges from everything from um, doing press releases. So San Diego Comic-Con is coming soon. So if a uh, deal is not reached, there is not going to be any actors at San Diego Comic-Con, especially those who are active within the SAG um, guild. Which is really stupid if they someone did show up because you're basically fucked your career and you're not gonna get any booking. So you know, but might I as well mean, stay in the solidarity.
1: I mean that's not a bad thing because always people like I was actually talking to this about uh, this with my husband earlier and I was like, Yeah, you know, they're not gonna have like any major like we people like them, like HBO, um Disney, like a lot of the major streaming, like major like production companies and stuff, they weren't gonna like show anything there or because of the thing that's going on. And then we both kind of agree, like, you know, maybe that's not a bad thing because like Comic Con actually going back to like the nerds and stuff.
2: Yeah.
1: So again, so this might be like disappointed about that. So
2: (laughs) Yeah, so that might be you know, good in hindsight, but kind of what we're getting at with this Iron Claw. Obviously, mm-hmm. the Von Erich story being tragic, but it's also a fascinating story. So yeah. we were kind of discussing what stories or what are kind of like, or would you, what do you guys think? What stories would translate very well? with it at 24 And so just to give people a little bit of background, that's why I'm also very excited. So Jeremy Allen White's been in the game for a while, especially if you're someone who watched Shameless. I watched it occasionally, but I was not like a hardcore fan like some people are. Um, and then mm-hmm. the bear really gave this guy his big g- break. He's a phenomenal actor. I feel like people, especially if you worked in the service industry or you just really like good TV, you should watch that show. But once people really saw the show and his phone started ringing off the hook and he said that once people really started to get the show and people started to ring him up, he got four or five A24 um, scripts at his house the next day. Damn. This and, obviously, this was his choice, which really says something to me. Like, out of all those scripts that he got, this is what he chose to participate in. So that kind of, like, eases my thoughts about it a little bit more. Because I'm like, okay, like, out of all the ones that this man could have picked, he picked this story about the Von Eric. So, again, what I'm saying, like, what kind of stories that you guys think would kind of translate well? Mine one is, I'm shocked no one has done a movie about China yet.
1: I would say that, too. Um, I was actually thinking about this, like, y'all are probably gonna, like, slap me for it. They should really do... I think Ric Flair would be, like, the like a really good subject to make, like, a wrestling movie about or, like, a mini series or something like that. I think and, he should get a miniseries. And it could, like, stop, because, you know, Hollywood loves to leave out stuff after a certain part of a person's career. But, like, I would have the thing with the miniseries where it's, like, you see him, like, you know, baby farms. And going up, getting into pro wrestling. And then like one of the last couple episodes should talk about the, uh, the airplane crash that Rick was in. And he got really, really hurt. His back got jacked up. And the doctors were like, yeah, man, you're never going to wrestle again. And it's just like that feel good story because he beat all the
2: odds. And even before that, you can talk about how he was a black market baby.
1: Yeah, that's what I said. He was, which is a
2: whole, which is a whole nother thing.
1: Yeah, he was baby farmed. Like, that's, that's what I I said. That, oh, that makes me sick. You could, like, show him, like, going through, like, rehab and trying to get back to where he was. And then, like, the ending, the ending would be perfect because they would have him go out, like, in the robe and everything for, like, his first match back. And you know they can end it with like Ric Flair went on to become like a 16-time world champion, other champions that really haven't been officially documented. Talks about sharp you know, be like his legacy now lives on with his daughter Charlotte, like you know, like some like something like that. I think would be pretty yeah. cool and like, nice
2: little feel-good story.
1: You know, you can leave out some of the other bullshit. Like later on. Yeah,
2: I'm, I mean, we all know, but we can have some fun and. Pretend for right a few um, hours. I think, I think that's a great idea. I didn't even like, think about that.
1: Yeah, that would that would have been that. Um, thinking about just like, I wish they would bring back Glow because it really wasn't about like any person particular in that company, but like it had such a major impact, like on wrestling because you know it was just all women wrestling, you know. And that was like a big deal, and I, I wish they would do something like that. Um, but yeah, I think Claire should get like a mini series. Um, I'm trying to think because everything is like dark. Like I just keep going. That'd back be to so.
2: It. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, you. Tr- yeah, that is true. We don't need a bunch of stuff because I feel like the China one would be dark, but that can probably get someone an Oscar. So I'm oh, yeah. thinking. If you got the right person and if they play it really well, that can get somebody an Oscar.
1: Well, it if also, it's
2: done the way I want it, and I think it could be done.
1: Well, also you would have to be careful not to piss off WWE, and have to like either omit some stuff. I think that's the word for it, or you'd have to like change a little bit of the story around. Like I don't know. It's like I. You want the feel good, but then at the same time, like you don't always want the depression that comes with it, you know? Yeah. Like, um, I would love to see a movie made out of dusty roads. I think that would just be like, just like I would lovely. love that. I would, yeah, we we need a movie about dusty roads.
2: A little feel good movie.
1: Yeah, and it's just like he would play
2: about- him. Cody would try to play him. No, but I would be like, you can't play your father.
1: No, I mean he would probably work with the guy to like him and Dustin would probably work with them just to see like they can get like you know the stuff down. I don't know who could play Dusty, but like you know, just like have him like kind of do the hard. You know who I think, and like show the match like the feud with uh, Flair and the Horsemen. And, and it's, it's like, I mean, you don't have to do it like all and all. You could pick and choose. But it's like, this guy's life is a movie. He's the son Actually, a-
2: someone just came to me. What? Jonah Hill. No.
1: Not with all that shit of him coming out lately. Fuck him.
2: Well, yeah, besides all that.
1: No. Mm-mm. No. I don't know. Yeah, that's, said, that's,
2: yeah. that's the first person that popped in my head. I think a dusty one would really be good. That'd be a good feel good. So we need a- some more feel goods. Yeah, um like- him. Yeah. Um everyone's been talking about an Eddie Guerrero. Obviously that'd be tragic, but we could talk about all the wonderful things that he did while he was here.
1: Just end it. Just end it with him like Beating Brock, we all know the story. Like, if you're a wrestling fan, we unfortunately know how a lot of these stories end. But like, just have it where he wins his first yeah. title against Brock Lesnar, and that that was a feel good time. Do one about Piper, Roddy Piper. He like,
2: oh, that'd be amazing.
1: That's fucking right there, you
2: know. <laughs> um, um, who's another one?
1: I'm trying to think of like the old heads. Iron Sheik, but I don't know who can play Iron Sheik. <laughs> <laughs> I miss Iron Sheik. Every time I hear the end of Facha Media now, I, I always tear up a little bit. Um, Fucking bullshit.
2: Honestly, you know who would be a fun one? Even though, like, obviously, like, they're still currently on TV. Hmm. I think one about... She might be too young, though, for it. I True. was saying maybe Trish.
1: You know what, Trish and like, cause I I mean this might be a biography thing, but like, not Trish and Lita, but how about like the other women who were there, like Molly Holly and Jacqueline and uh. Oh, that'd be a good
2: documentary.
1: Yeah, like just you know, like the women who kind of get overlooked. You know, that would be cool. Um, would we want? This is going to be open for discussion. Would we want a movie about Nancy made? Or a mini series about Nancy made?
0: No, because they would have to include
1: her. Yes. No. And they're going to include it. And it sucks um, because her career was so good. And it wasn't just him. I think a documentary would be okay. Because they wouldn't.
0: Yeah. They wouldn't do like all of the, the the death, but like you would if they're gonna do something about Nancy, they would have to include the abuse she endured um from from him and from other men that she was with. So I wouldn't do it.
2: Um I'm trying to think of another one that could be somewhat feel good. Hell, they
1: could do that one was- of um Rey Mysterio. That would be awesome. So Tiff, here's what we got so far. Ric Flair gets a mini-series where the ending talks about that would be fire. Yeah, or he got
0: definitely needed for Ric Flair.
1: That would
2: be fire on like a a HBO Max or like a Hulu. Yeah,
1: Yeah. And like how they would do it is like towards the end of this like the run, he they would talk about that plane accident that or the plane crash he got into and his back got fucked up, and they're like, Oh, you'll probably never wrestle again. And then like the ending shot is like him coming out in the robe for like his first match back, you know? Um like just like a little feel good thing and then I said Dusty deserves his own movie. Yeah. It, it's just American dream. That's all you'd have to call it and people will know. I say Piper deserves his own movie too. Oh yeah. I would
2: do a mini series on Piper.
1: He's, uh, yeah. It's just oh, he, like they all led such crazy ass lives. I wouldn't mind a mini series about the Undertaker, like how he became the Undertaker. Well, they kind of created the Undertaker for him. Well, no, I okay. Well, like the about Mark Calloway, because like a lot of people don't tend to remember he was in WCW. And he was just like this really big dude in WCW before he came over to WWE, and he told he and he's like I remember this every day, and he's like when I was wrestling, when I got signed to WWE, and I had days where I didn't, where I was broken and I was hurting, and he told he told this guy who he was interviewing, he's like, some, but I bet you it was Bischoff because he had the habit of doing this. He went up because he said the same thing to Stone Cold. He told Stone Cold and Mark Galloway, the Undertaker, that they would never make it big in this business. Well,
0: Bischoff has a tendency to be wrong about a lot of things.
1: Yeah, Yeah.
0: shows how much
2: he fucking knew.
0: I'm trying to think
2: of someone. I would love a Ray Mysterio one.
0: Yeah. I think that one would be real feel good. I don't think it would be. Yeah, no.
2: and we that need was- some feel good wrestling stories, and he's still God, here. he still he his family. So- all that.
0: Yeah. So we between,
2: need though. to. We need a break from the challenge, from the tragedies. So we're I gonna push this Ric Flair it. and Rey Mysterio. I really like that Ric Flair idea. Someone's gonna steal that.
1: Yeah, yeah. If someone, if they do that, I'm gonna sue them because that means at this point they're listening to the damn show. And this I idea really done, like that idea. And this idea was done on July thirteenth, twenty twenty-three, at eleven o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay, so we I have mean, a time. It is, actually,
0: it is a good idea. I like the idea of a mini series for Rick. I think that'll. I mean, he has a lot. He had a lot going on.
1: And I mean if it's a, a successful one and you want to come back for like another one or like a season 2 or whatever there's plenty from his career to choose from. Nicole said they should do a movie about China.
0: I agree.
2: I think that'd be depressing but that's going to get some bitch an Oscar.
0: Like she yep. needs if it. They play her well. Give, it'll give China. That might get some like, bitch an Oscar, I'm telling you. Yeah. Who's going to play her? I don't know. Find a random to do it. We were trying to figure out who could play Dusty.
2: I know Jonah Hill had a lot going on. Has a lot going on right now. That was my immediate thought.
0: For Dusty? Mm-mm.
2: Yeah. No. I don't know. Mm-mm. <clears throat> I might have to. I might have to come back. I'll. I have to sleep on that.
0: A I China. To no be... idea.
2: If fucking Forest Pugh wasn't to... as short as she was. Oh, you know who could uh, no, I don't think she acts that good. I was about to be like that tall lady that was in Wednesday and in Game of Thrones, but I don't think she acts that good. Now that I think about it.
1: No, because you know what? I think like if they do movies like this or they do mini- Just get series, her some fucking
2: movies. stills. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. Well
1: they, like, no, they just they need to probably get like people who've only been like in a couple of movies. Like a lot of people don't know somebody who's going to be like exactly a breakout right. star. Yeah, like that way it it can be like, you know, there's not a whole lot of pressure and people aren't just hyping it up like for like for a China thing or for the China movie, right? Like you don't want the star power of the person take who's playing her to take away from the story of the woman whose life that they're telling.
2: That is and
1: true.
0: And that way...
2: I'm I mean, well, think, people will low key tripping about Zac Efron being in Iron Claw.
0: I don't know why. He's not going to take up too much of that. It's the, the story that everybody's going to be focusing on.
1: Yeah, it's just like... Um... I I wouldn't get anybody who's like a super big name. I get maybe someone who's like, see, Rory agrees with me. I would get somebody who's like a little bit well-known or not really that well-known. So it's like if the project flops or it succeeds, it's not going to have like, you know, I, I don't know. It's It's weird. Like, yeah, I know. It's gonna yeah. be interesting but, with the But Iron the Fall funny game.
2: thing is, for a Ric Flair one, you would have to cast the opposite.
0: You have to cast a big name because he's such a big star, right? Yeah. So who's gonna play him in different stages of his life?
2: Yeah, that's the fun. That's oh, that's like the fun part. Like again, like China, you maybe need someone a little bit more unknown. But Ric Flair, you need a
0: name. Yeah, yeah. you're gonna need, especially in his the the in the stride his of his latter career, years. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so I that's gonna be interesting if they You do know this. who I think especially like
2: in his like I wanna say his NWA and stuff like that, I would even though I think he's a little too attractive to play on Ric Flair, I would Ooh. low key do a Ryan Gosling. Hmm.
1: No, you know what? That actually, I don't worked. see a problem with that actually. No, because I'm thinking about him now with that platinum blonde hair for the yeah, bar. You know? I like, know, I'm he looking at it. See this yeah. shit. If they yeah. need to like, do prosthetics or something on him, they can, but he, I don't think they would. He would just have to bulk up.
2: Yeah, well, he would he, just bulk up. And he's a really good actor, too.
1: Flair wasn't he could do in, his, his- in his younger. Age Flair was not that bad looking of a guy. I mean, for he that got era,
0: really teeth and he got on my shirt.
2: No, I'm no, I mean, like for that, but time also that time. was like they all thought that was hot, like back then, like, yeah, they were like, oh my god, yeah, but, I, mean, I mean, and yes, they were thirsting after Von Eric's, but like rightfully so because they were beautiful. They mom mom still are, me. they have some wonderful genes. Yeah, my mom told you know, me
1: that her and my dad. Her and my, my mom told me, her and my dad used to go down to watch wrestling in weekends in Tampa, Florida. They went to the, um, the armory. If anybody's from old school Tampa, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And um, sorry, I'm getting a little emotional because it's about my dad right now. But um, my mom told me they went one time and they saw the Von Erick's. And my mom said every single woman in that arena and a few dudes lost their ever loving shit when the Von Erics came out. I like understand. if you were with your boyfriend, you were with your girlfriends, you were with your husband, it didn't matter. They were not looking at you. Okay. <laughs> like they were looking right at the Von Erichs. And my mom said they were so handsome in real life. She can't remember who she saw, but she said one of them smiled at her, and she said he was too pretty of, too pretty to be a wrestler and was too pretty to have a smile like that and be a wrestler. Like, I asked my mom about it, and she still gets, like, all kind of fangirly about it, and then my dad will sit there and just stare at her like, hmm, you know, <laughs> like- it's the same way he used to do it when Scott Hall came on TV and she completely ignored him.
2: Oh man.
1: My mom loves Scott Hall, man. Oh, like I already told y'all. She said if she was oh. like twenty years younger, that would have been my new stepdad. I'm like, Mom, no. Oh, <laughs> like May
2: he may he R I P but I'd still I mean, obviously not now. He's like he's not here, but when he was here, I said like, I still give him the business. I don't care.
1: I saw saw the other guy you still give the business to Kevin Nash, I saw him last weekend, man
2: I love Kevin Nash
1: I love Kevin Nash, I don't care Not to uh, convert the conversation But last weekend uh, Or was it last weekend? I don't know Because that was fucking horrible Me and my husband went to Fanboy Expo here In uh, Knoxville and they had a lot of wrestlers there, which my husband was very surprised that I walked past the Hardy boys and got no reaction out of me. And he's like, I never thought I would see that. I'm like, well, they're both assholes. Cause my husband doesn't really follow. <laughs> my husband really doesn't follow wrestling as closely as I do. He watches it with me. Cause you know, it's like, you know, we, it's our time together. And, uh, he's like, well, what's going on? so when I told him all the stuff that we covered, He's like, damn, that's a lot. I'm like, yeah. And he goes, Jeff Hardy's a fucking idiot. I say, I know he is. Because he didn't know about him walking out in a match and getting pulled over with the DUI and the concussion and all that kind of crap. Mm-hmm. So he didn't know that. But oh, uh, the,
0: Not to cut you off, but they he, he's supposed to be popping up in GCW
1: sometime soon. Whoopee. But like. It was weird, but they had Arn Anderson there. Um, they had his son there. They had his, they had him and his son sitting next to each other. Arn Anderson spit that fucking kid out. Like his wife had no. I mean, it was like asexual <laughs> reproduction. And I'm like, damn, he looks too much like his dad, and it was fucking scary. And then Rick, I don't. Um, Mercedes was supposed to be there, but I guess with her injury, she couldn't make it, or she's off filming or something. Probably because of her injury. Um, so I guess they replaced her with Rick Steiner and nobody was in his line. And every time I walked past, I just kept busting out laughing cause fuck that guy. <laughs> um, but, uh, Ron Simmons was there too. And I got to hear Dan, but like the thing that, um, uh, Nicole probably hates me for is that I got to meet Kurt Angle. And, like, that's someone a movie needs to be made out of, Kurt Angle. Yeah. Or a movie series or something.
2: Cause,
1: I Because I got to meet him, and oh my God, dude, I was shaking so Yeah, funny. because
2: his trainer, I always forget that's his trainer. What the fuck is that movie? It um, has, like, Mark Ruffalo in it.
1: Oh, far, uh, Fox Catcher, Fox.
2: Yes. And that always would blow my mind because that is so crazy. And I was like, I forgot that was his coach.
1: And there's, there's so much you could do with that. Like, and I, you know, I, I started to cry and I went, I almost threw up on him because that's how nervous I was. <laughs> I felt oh, horrible. And I, you know, I just told him, I said, you know, I said, you know, this is a lot of good memories with you watching you in WWE and, you know, and I told him, I said, you know, I'm, me and my friends, we we love you and we're just happy that you're here and you're healthy and that you can still be awesome, you know? And, like, he, like, gave me a hug because I was, like, shaking so bad. I'm, like, if I throw up on Kurt Angle, I'm never gonna hear the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to meet Devon Dudley, too. That was fucking cool. And, like, he was with me and I was just telling him, like, yeah, you know, I used to watch you back in ECW, and he's like, wait a minute, how old are you? And I'm like, I'm 37, and he goes, you were watching ECW when you were 12, your parents let you? I'm like, well, technically, they didn't know I was watching it, but I was watching it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm Watching something, you ain't got no business. Yeah, see, if WWE was smart, that's what they would do, they would make, like, mini-series, like, the fall of ECW or like the rise of ECW or something crazy like that, you know, cause they have the rights to the actual footage and they can hire people to play them. Like it's, I don't know, but it's like, and I got to meet Devon Dudley. The scar tissue is not as bad as I thought it was, which is kind of shocking, but whatever. Um, and he put me on the spot. He, I'm like, yeah, you know, Dudley Boy is my favorite tag team of all time and he's like well besides the Hardys and Edge and Christian and and, uh, us who are your favorites and my mind went blank I could not think of any tag teams from like any company they were at I'm just like no why is this happening now and Daryl's like the rock and sock connection Like I'm like oh my god no and then like I got and like all of a sudden I snapped out of it and I'm like why does it matter you guys beat him anyway and he's like I like you (laughs) (laughs) I was like oh that saved the day thank god (laughs) 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 I think I made him feel old just because he's like you've been watching me since you were 12 years old I'm like yeah And he's like damn okay like Kevin Nash looks tall in real. Was like not that tall in real life. I'm sorry, he can fight me for all I care, but my quads still work. So suck on that. Anyway, oh, um, shit. yeah. But like WWE does all these fucking marine movies. They can't fucking put out something like that, especially like you know. I would see it. I would want to watch miniseries about William Regal. Why don't they do this shit? They're already working with Peacock and Hulu. Release miniseries. About like That's wrestlers,
0: have to tell them, and then they're gonna steal the idea like they always do.
1: well, then I fucking want credit for this one. and I will yeah. get fucking mad for it. I don't blame you,, Real but it's just like talk about, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing a movie about William Regal. He's been fuck or a mini series about William Regal. He's been wrestling since he was fifteen years old. and oh, he didn't have. and it's just like, I don't, it's. Of course, you gotta leave out some stuff. You don't need to put every single freaking detail in. Just, I don't know. But you know the thing that makes me mad, though, is like they will make a movie about some dick that, like, they'll make a movie about somebody like Pat Patterson that we know the true story about, and they'll try to make it like this wonderful fairy tale kind of shit because like he was the first openly gay wrestler and that's what they'll try to yeah. focus on but it's just well, like they
0: say he was out there trying um trying dudes back there and mm-hmm. sexually harassing people so i wasn't well, necessarily
1: well i mean did you? Uh, he's dead he ain't I coming mean, out
0: when we were kid when pat patterson When that whole thing broke and wwe was catching fire for that shit like that was that was all the talk shows talked about
1: and the, Vince was uh, on um Which show was it? Was it Phil Donahue or was it um I think it was Donahue cuz like we were still kids. I don't even think yeah. I was watching watching wrestling at this time cuz I was that. like
0: Sally Jesse Raphael he was on there with them. Um they had the person who accused Pat Patterson on Phil Donahue too.
1: And apparently Pat Patterson had a thing, a legend, well he's dead. Apparently Pat Patterson had a thing for young boys well so yeah there's plenty of more documentaries that cover that on youtube because i ain't getting sued but i don't know i mean not everything i mean uh god i don't know i can sit here and come up with shit like Why are you not doing this? Like you maybe, I mean, they have
0: well to be fair, they have done some similar stuff to that with the biographies, um, and then with the rivals stuff. So it's not like they're not they're not thinking about it, they are adjacent to the idea that you have.
1: But I do like
0: a more mainstream version of these kinds of where they're being acted out would work out perfectly in TV and film. I mean, if you, if the Claw works out, you've got, you've got a nice niche um, genre to create content from real life events. Like, um, I mean, Ric Flair's life alone is a miniseries in itself, just a one season miniseries similar to that, you um, Tommy and Pam show that that came on um Hulu. Mm-hmm. Um you could do Roddy Piper. I mean, a lot of people like Hulk Hogan and I know y'all hate him, but people want people will watch it. Yeah,
2: um, that's I low-key watch it, especially depending watching. on who they get to pam.
0: Exactly. And I want them to do, if they do Hogan, I want everything. I want the race shit in there. I mm-hmm. want the shit with Gawker in there. Like You got to do it all. You can't tell the good parts and not the bad parts. You got to tell everything. And if Hogan get mad, so what? He can't get mad because everything they're talking about is public fucking record. Throw a rock, you can Google it. You'll find it so i i mean you can do all of those and i mean you can do i mean i think the china a china document not a documentary because she has one already but a china mini series would be fine if i to be fair china's career wasn't i don't know i think it would be like a good movie
1: rather than a miniseries for china um i think it's it's just like with guys like hogan i would love them to do I have the perfect movie, fucking Macho Man. Yeah, but like, I mean, yeah, and you're gonna have to include the good with the bad with him, too. I mean, that's that's fine. I mean, this isn't something that, like, Marvel, you can put one out, because, like I I told Nicole, a lot of wrestling stories do not end in happy endings. Yeah, but I'm talking about, like, his
0: controlling nature with Miss um, Elizabeth, the the dynamic of their relationship, all of that has to be included. That's what I meant by the good with the bad.
1: I know, but you know, there's also like their families that are gonna, you know, I don't want to say, buddy, but and at the same time, try to protect them because, like, you know, this is like they want to do like the casual fans. Like, let's just use Daryl for instance, okay? Casual fans really don't follow wrestling as closely as we do don't know the back stories to all this shit you know that like that kind of stuff you know that's who they're so I gonna try that.
0: That, that, i'm saying like you're if you're gonna think about it that way then the bad
1: stuff is what people are going to be watching and really being attracted to mm-hmm. I know, but that I know, and they're they'll, they would figure out a way to how to show the good with the bad. But with like Hogan, with him being like a really, unfortunately, one of the biggest names in pro wrestling, or you know, people know about him, especially all that shit that happened with like Gawker and Bubba the Love Sponge and all that. I mean, like, you can't escape that. No. Like, that's not like if they do a mini series on Hogan, the first part of the mini series. The meteoric rise, second part, the meteoric fail. Honestly, I think um, Rick Flair is getting a miniseries.
0: I feel like that. That's. Kinda- I think
2: he is because they said I for, and now that I'm thinking about it, you are right because um, I remember them. I remember he's been like out to dinner with like Sebastian Stan,
0: mm-hmm. group,
2: and a couple times, and people are saying that they think that like. They're talking about a movie or whatever.
0: If it, comes I think later, it should be a TV show. Is, um, I think it should be TV a miniseries TV. too. I don't think it should be a movie because they're gonna rush it, and you're and you're gonna miss a lot of things that you could include in like a limited TV series. You know what I'm saying? Something that's something that's long enough, like maybe five, seven episodes, if that. The max I would say ten. Um. You can make this work. And Ric Flair has a, he's got a lot going on from his, the early relationship with his
1: kids, the the death of his son, unfortunately. Um, I mean, like, and there's plenty of it to do. Like, of course, you know, and I was just saying, when you, if you want to do the test audience to see how people would react to it, do it with the plane crash, or they said, and because people love a feel good story do it where the he, you know, survives the plane crash, but is told he'll never wrestle again. And then, like, have it show him, like, all the motions that he went through trying to get back into the ring. And then end it on him going to the ring with the robe and the music and the pump and the circumstance and all that shit. And then hit him with the tra- more tragic shit next time. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, I it's horrible, but you know what I mean. Uh, I don't know. It's just, I I would love to see this. I mean, they both are partnered with Hulu and, of course, Peacock. And then they still have their own thing, like, overseas or whatever. I think they need to do it. I mean, they want, I, and especially, like, people who are just there for the nostalgia kick. Like, I hate to say it, but, like, people my dad's age. My dad's 70 something years old and you know, he'll want to see stuff about like, you know, the Von Eric showing up at the armory in Tampa and my mom forgetting he existed for a hot second because the Von Eric smiled at her, you know?
0: I mean, I think it's all very doable and I think you guys had some
1: really good ideas. I told my mom, I said, Why didn't you flirt back? What did my dad my dad could have been up on Eric? <laughs> I was a dumb kid. Shit. <laughs> and now my dad was telling me also at the armory. Um again, if anyone in old school Tampa hears this, my dad told me at the armory after the show on the weekend, <laughs> they actually would have like wrestling school for like, you know, you can come in like after the show and they'll teach you how to do like you know like basic wrestling moves and stuff And him and my uncle Would go and do that And I'm like dad did you ever try to suplex him and he's like they didn't do that back then I'm like yeah they did they just didn't have a name for it <laughs> When Ric Flair was wrestling The ancient Egyptians <laughs> Jesus My dad just told me to shut up <laughs> Oh my god I gotta try to remember the good things with him man It's um, It's been pretty rough lately so But yeah I mean just do it But I want well, a If you bit. do it then give, give the girls their credit I just want and a leave. little bit To pay off my house And the Kia And the rest of my schooling for the next two semesters That's all I fucking want Just pay for my college Pay for my bachelor's degree That would even be better Like shit <laughs> <laughs> No, give me en- give me enough where I can take care of my shit and then I can split it with these two and they can take care of their shit. And then we put whatever's left back into the show. There you go. Oh, period. Because unlike Michelle McCool, if I get, you know, I'm not alone to leave anybody behind. That's right. Mm-hmm. Every man. We never leave a soldier behind. No. Oh, really? <laughs> Real quick, before we go, have you been seeing where people are getting mad about Lacey Evans copying Sergeant Slaughter? They
0: told her to do, Jesus. Sometimes there's just battles that shouldn't be fought. It's smart to give Lacey Evans that character. I distinctly remember
1: Nicole saying that for a while. Yeah, she was saying it, but here's the thing. Sergeant Slaughter apparently came out and got mad. That they didn't ask his permission to do it. And I'm like, first of all, did you ask
0: the me- soldiers' permission that you stole their valor from to run Thank around you. And pretend like you were a fucking soldier and you've never served the United States Army a day in your life? Did you ask that? Thank you. That's no one gives a about at. what
1: you're talking about. And it wow. it's yeah, it's like you were part of GI Joe. Lacey. Lacey
0: Evans actually was a Marine. She yeah. actually did serve. You didn't do shit.
1: So you shut know the funny? Up. Like someone actually made this argument and I wish I knew who it was, but they're like, okay, so would he have said this because Montez was a Marine? Randy Orton's a Marine, even though he went MIA and got discharged. You know? He went AWOL. So he went AWOL. That's even worse. But it's like, would you be complaining if they gave them that? And it's just like, are you just that desperate? And like, I don't like Lacey, but it's like, I remember since day one of the podcast, well, not day one, but since we first started, Nicole has been saying they need to give her like a Sergeant Slaughter-like character. I love her hat. That fucking hat is
0: dope. (laughs) It looks so good. It looks so good. They put the snake on it. It just—it looks. I good. just need them, I just need them. Can you guys hear
2: me? More. Yeah. yeah, yeah you. Okay. Now. Sorry, my headphones died, so I was making sure this didn't cut me out. No, but she. I, like,
0: I. I love. I love it. I think that it was smart, but I think they did it at the wrong time.
1: They should have did it when she first came back. Well, just people getting upset, and the majority of the people getting upset is guess what, <gasps> men. Who would have guessed? But it's like keep pussy popping for the for the GI Joe guy and not the actual real Marine. So I don't. No one gives a shit
0: about what Sergeant Slaughter's is talking about. Why do they have to ask you? Ask you for what? He's a
2: service member. So he got nowhere to
0: talk. Thank you, Nicole. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. What are you talking about? Ask you for what? Actually, you gotta what? be fucking kidding me. What am I asking you? You want me to ask you permission for what? You're you're literally and WWE owes my- I'm not asking you. WWE shit. owns the
1: character anyway. So why the fuck do they need your permission for absolutely fucking Uh-oh. anything? Facts.
0: Goddamn, like I, I, that's good. I'm, I'm like this you is the dumbest you. shit.
1: I'm like, this is the dumbest wrestling shit I've seen in a really long time. I just wanted to bring that up. People
0: are actually rallying behind this shit. Ask you for what? Because I know that there was a bunch of soldiers that were demanding that they stop letting him tell everybody. Because he was telling everybody that he was in the United States military.
1: And it's like, no, you weren't. There's no records of being here.
0: And they found And they were like, no, he's not a soldier. He's never been a soldier and i'm like oh he's been telling people for years that he was a soldier. And he goes, "Oh no, well that's my character." I'm like, "No. You're not you're not even in character garb and you would tell people that." Mhm. So, no.
1: Like, look, i have my own stance on the military, but anyone who's willing to sign up and do this shit and, and do what they need to do in it. Fucking Hats off to you. You know, like go do what you need to do. Come home, safe, that kind of shit, right? Don't fucking say you were in the military. I don't want to hear it. That's what I was saying. And she's proud of it. And it's just like, why? Like
2: that, and you're not a love, Kevin.
1: But it's like these old. You're not a real marine. There's no real owns the fucking character's name. Or just slaughter. Wait, what did you say, Nicole? I heard
0: her say something about old heads and then it chimed out. They're just like- They come really are. They it's need like to, to go to the people retirement
2: home for,
0: for or keep coming for LA night. Yeah. I heard what Kevin Ash said. Kevin Ash said he's just a carbon copy of The Rock. And I'm like, you're- That's your plan, Why are they coming LA night? I disagree. Well, I'm the like, there's nobody like right the like now. Me. There's nobody like him right now. What? And I'm like, I'm did like, you, there's th- that. that I don't you. see you saying that about other people that have a similar aesthetic. So you're not saying that about a loud mouth like MJF. You're not saying that about like Ricky Starks. And that's where hmm. i have a problem.
1: I think, like honestly, when it comes to these old heads, they know the quickest way to get their names brought up is, like, come after somebody of, like, the new generation, because you have all these old heads who come out here and complain and do shit, but then you got guys like Regal who are in the back, minding their own business, getting the fucking paycheck, and going home and minding their own fucking business, and that's why he's aged so well. When's the last time you heard, like, William Regal trying to start shit with somebody out of character? Besides Goldberg.
2: But also at the same time, I think it's just like a culture, like, and like LA night and in hindsight, I'm like kind of glad he didn't win the money in the bank because I feel like that's going to bog down Damien Priest in a little bit.
0: Yeah. Mhm.
2: Like I can already kind of tell it's about to start. So it's like, I'm glad he doesn't have that constraint. Um but yeah it's like he's like slowly like he's like slowly like blowing up like he's like viral like all those clips like all those clips of people playing where's Waldo with him throughout the years like yeah like in that. they're doing also, that with Damian like workout video is fucking hilarious I'm like okay are you ready guys and I'm like what is his voice <laughs>
0: No, and then it's just, no, I'm serious. What was that? Was like that
2: in that workout video. I'm like, yeah, they serious. were in
0: that workout video, and LA Knight was there. You like, yeah. it, it's so <laughs> weird. I, he got fired
2: right after that, I was so <laughs> uncute. Looks <laughs> at him. like he turned to the side.
1: He's so so years, LA like Knight history. just go, yeah, just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he does it twice. Like there's two
2: different clips that he does it with that one like you can really hear
1: it it's it's bad now because it's like because daryl loves la night and it's like now, now when we try to annoy each other we just yell uh, yeah like la night at each other and harley's just staring at us like what are you weirdos freaking doing but now she's getting into it, so it's freaking adorable when she does it, though. But it's like, but, what's that one clip that I sent you guys? It was like, LA night was on, like, a clip thing for the animal planet. It was like, most dangerous animals or something like Yeah, that. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> LA was like a commercial for all
2: But also, people forget, people who don't really know, like, really didn't follow him like that, especially when he was, like, Eli Drake, like, He's lived in LA for years and he was always sure. doing side acting gigs on top of wrestling. Oh, like, he's so always he done. Was... Like, that's why, like, that's why I'm like, people who like really know, like, really know him, like, he's been doing that for like years. Like, he's like, It was like, and I think even like in a Chris Van Valet interview, he was talking about like how hard it was for him to move from LA to um, Florida for WWE because, you know, he would do like a lot of his stuff. Like he has like, um, and I think he does like a low key weird side job. He does like stock training or something like that. Like something weird like that.
0: I, I think it like... is
2: stock trade I think it is stocks trading because um he was talking about how he would get up at like 5 a.m. and do that for a little bit and then he would like go to the gym and I think this is when he was like trying to like run it like thinking about opening up a gym or something like that I don't know I have to look I have to find that interview it was like a couple years it was like right when he got first re-signed to WWE but um yeah, like he's always like been booked and busy, like like that fucking like that car shield commercial with Flair. Like that's like a few old, like a few years old, and I, and it, and also that like was bothering me because I was like, "Ain't no way people are just now seeing that fucking commercial because that commercial used to play everywhere all the time for yeah. a years, and the only time stopped and it stopped recently after all those accusations came out."
1: Which, yeah, because I remember you getting upset with that because you didn't care about Frick, but you were, like, pissed because that took money away from L.A. Yeah. Night.
2: Because they, if you, a certain channel, especially if you watch certain um, stations, that will come up, that commercial will come up every commercial break.
1: It, Yeah, up here it did, like, all, like, every, I think in the two hours of SmackDown, I think I saw that commercial, like, maybe ten times. Yeah.
2: Like it would air all the fucking time. So it Mm -hmm. was like and that's and then he was also in that weird reality show The Rock had like a while ago in like the early two thousands. Like he's been everywhere, like he stays booked and busy.
1: If like anybody has crossover appeal, it's definitely him. Yeah. But um I just got this on Instagram. I follow Impact on here and then I got to go to bed. But not, Scott D. Amore, because remember what Tiff said earlier Scott D. Amore is down uh, a, tag, a tag guy, and there's a clip of him talking on the phone to somebody. Now, this is old school TNA. If y'all don't remember this, Scott D. Amore used to be in a heel team called Team Canada. And it consisted of people like Eric Young and Bobby Roode. And that was like real old school TNA. Cause I forgot how long he's actually been in this company, like working behind the scenes and stuff. Anyway, he's on the phone and he's like talking to him like, okay, I'll see you like on Saturday. I'm not going to play cause I don't want to get copyright struck, but um, he's on the phone with someone. He's like, okay, I'll see you then. And the camera pans over to like the bench and it's an old school Team Canada jacket. And I was like, yes. <laughs> Sorry, I get happy for a lot of dumb reasons <laughs> anymore. <laughs> but I'll, I'll send it to you guys. It's a lot more better than how I explain it. But I am tired. So I'm rambling. I'm going to go to bed. <laughs>
0: Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. So if you have any topics that you want us to cover for the next couple of weeks, do not forget to hit us up on our Instagram at d4tc underscore podcast, or as always on our Twitter at down for the count 19. We do have other social medias, but they are not as active as those. So if you do find us on other social media platforms like Facebook or TikTok, you probably won't get a response as quickly as you could have had you had sent us the message through Twitter or Instagram. Twitter and Instagram are our big, big, active social medias, and those are the ones we utilize regularly, and those are the ones that we highly recommend you contact us through. You can always send us a message here on spotify's anchor as they are spotify for podcasters is what they call them you can send a message here whether it be a voice message or you just want to comment on the show itself and we'll make sure that we have conversations about those comments if that's what you want to do also if you want to just have a conversation with us about the show someone is always live tweeting the show which you guys can always interact with us over there on twitter and again if you have any topics that you want us to cover don't be afraid or don't hesitate to hit us up on our socials and give us a shout we'll let we'll consider it most of the time we'll use it because we get dry honey around this time of year because things start to slow down in wrestling and lately nobody's been acting a fool so we haven't had to cuss nobody out <laughs> So make sure you guys send us your suggestions if you want to do a top five or if you want us to do a row sessions We got you. Okay, with all that being said, thank you so much for listening and we'll see you guys next time